0: It's now time for Team Talk on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. 101.7 The Team is your home for New Mexico United, the Dallas Cowboys, L.A. Dodgers, and much more. Now, Team Talk on 101.7 The Team.
1: Clearly a missed opportunity there. Give Air Force credit. Uh, They made big plays, made big threes. Um, we, uh, We were not intense enough in the first half i thought we were certainly better in the second half um they really packed the paint we weren't able to hit threes that was a problem um you know but they made one more play uh, than we did so give them credit disappointing one uh, we we know it was a um, a missed opportunity and uh, we're gonna have to find a way to rebound from it
2: there you go new mexico having to rebound from it and that opportunity will come Pretty soon, it's going to be on the road at Boise. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for listening. This is Team Talk here till 7 o'clock. No live play by play tonight, but tomorrow at 1 o'clock, Dodgers spring training broadcast. And why are we doing tomorrow's game? because the uh, Dodgers are already promoting that it is in fact Shohei Otani's spring debut. So we want to make sure uh, you'll have an opportunity to listen to it. So tomorrow, Dodger baseball at one o'clock against the White Sox. Uh, We've got Adam Deal coming in at 445 to talk some high school uh, hoops. We've got Lobo baseball coach Todd Brown at 545. And Henry Chisholm with Denver uh, Sports is going to join us at 625. All right, the audio at the top of the show uh, is still what's on everybody's mind. The Lobo loss against Air Force, dramatic fashion uh, there. The Lobos came up short, uh, went to the well again with Donovan Dent, trying to make it four uh, last-second buckets not able to do it and um missed opportunity is what coach richard patino said he also said that uh the intensity wasn't there enough in the first half and uh air force was ready to go we weren't and coach richard patino said that's on me so he owned it uh But it doesn't make anybody feel any better, Sam.
3: No, if anything, it's probably going to go the other way. I mean, this is one of those cases where nothing that Coach Patino would have said, nothing that he could have said Saturday afternoon would have made Lobo fans feel any better. That was very much a sky-is-falling moment because teams around the league have had clunker games all year, but none of them have been at home. And it's it's, it's interesting. We talked to... Uh, on Friday, we talked to our, our friend Carson Field from the Colorado Springs Gazette. He writes about Air Force for them, and we were talking to him you know, about this game, and hey, every game matters for the Lobos, and, and it was so interesting, because he even said when he was on with us Friday, like it's gotten to the point in the season for Air Force where Joe Scott has just gone to the point of saying, we're not good at this, we can't do this, this isn't who we you know, we kind of are what we are at this point, like a lot of teams. In the league, and if there's anything that we think we like to know, whether you are in it or not, whether you know somebody who's a part of it or not, that's when the Air Force is going to dig deep. And but but even beside all that, they yeah,
2: they they had to they were faced with games where they were going to have to dig deep as well.
3: Before this, they just did it on Saturday. And I'm just talking about you know the Air Force, you know people who are in the Air Force in general, which all these guys are going to be one day. But independent of whoever the opponent was, when you hear something like that, it, it the disheartening part of it isn't even just Air Force. That's more salt in the wound than anything else. The disheartening part of it is whoever you're playing the rest of the way, the eyes have to be on the prize. The end goal is the end goal, regardless of who the opponent is. And that end goal is the NCAA tournament, which is still in play because the the basketball gods gave the Lobos a massive gift over the weekend that we're going to get to in a second. But you just have to know what it is that you're playing for. And when you hear a coach say, well, the intensity wasn't there. Yeah, it's human nature to say, okay, Air Force has one win. We probably don't have to have our A-plus game. But then they didn't find it when they had to have it. Correct. And I'm
2: glad you brought up Carson Field because we've had him on a bunch of times over the years and he's always kind of a middle of the rotor. He's not a Homer. And when the Lobos were facing air force, the first go around, I believe it was on January 20th. We had him on and he was, really optimistic about how good Air Force would be this season. He was going on saying, I'm li- really looking forward to, to you know, covering this team. You know, they're not going to win the league, but they're going to have, you know, provide difficulty for a lot of teams. And I asked him about that on Friday. I said, man, I, I remember when you went back, you know, when you said that, I, I mean, I'm not trying to call you out, but this is obviously, uh, Really confusing to you, too. And then that's when he went into all the things about, yeah, I I, I can't put my finger on it. Uh, you know, Coach Joe Scott is at wit's end. Uh, I don't know what's going on between Coach Scott and the players. But sometimes it all comes together. You know, Air Force comes into that game one in 12 in Mountain West games. That means 13 games. We know about how it all came together against UNLV and they had that, that big win. But like they did have 12 other games, most of which were stinkers, Sam. yeah uh, you know, there's a couple of games where they played this team tight or whatever. Uh, but most of the games were stinkers. The, the, you know, they went out and played, I think, uh, a grade basketball for them. And, uh, you know, what it probably would have taken was, like, B-plus grade basketball for the Lobos to play. They were a 19-point favorite when the game tipped off. Uh, Obviously, you know, they they did not get to that B-plus level. And Coach Richard Pitino attributed it to uh, a lack of um, intensity there, particularly in the first half. Uh, But, you know, the first half... Air Force outscored the Lobos by one, and the second half, both teams scored the exact amount for the Lobos to lose by one.
3: And that's exactly where you go into a place of your best game is eons better than their plus game, where if it's your B-minus game and it's their A-plus game, that probably leads you to a place of it would be about even or they would be y- exactly up, up, up by one, and then it's okay. I think we all kind of had the same, we were on the same wavelength as the game's going along. All right. Okay. At some point, they're gonna wait. You know, something's gonna happen. They're gonna realize. Okay, we need to. We, we whatever about to happen, we can't let it happen. And they actually did as the second half went along. I think they went on on an 11-0 run at one point. Now, granted, that was to erase a deficit, but you saw the stretches there of. Okay, these guys get it. These guys get it. And when the game is boiled down to the last couple possessions at the end. It's it's hard to necessarily look at that by itself and say, oh, they they didn't get it, they didn't understand what was at play today. But in the in the moments when the when the game mattered most, Air Force was the better team. Ball goes <laughs> out of bounds with ten seconds to go. Everybody knows they probably want to shoot a three because they don't want to go to overtime. And it was a beautifully drawn up play by Joe Scott.
2: Yeah, and here's the thing: if you get a game that is. Basically, a two or a three minute game. Teams, the best teams' chances of winning are much less than it is before you start it with 40 minutes right, to go. Right. Uh, and, you know, where New Mexico went on these runs and everything, the thing that stayed pretty consistent for Air Force was their ability uh, to run their offense for the game. They shot 52% from uh, the field, including 53% from the field in the second half. So while New Mexico did improve uh, themselves offensively, if, you, if you're if you not getting stops, and in fact, the way that they were trading baskets for threes, you're kind of like working your way uh, backwards. I, I'm looking at this stat sheet and I just see so many unusual uh, things that, that jump off the page. All right. Um, a lot of times, when you're trying to guard Air Force, they'll fall, force you into like foul situations. New Mexico didn't even have that many fouls in the game; only they only committed 14 fouls. Air Force committed 21, and okay. most of those
3: were in the first half. It was the other way around, where Air Force was in foul trouble at halftime. Yeah, yeah,
2: good point. Good,
3: good point there.
2: Yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, that was kind of weird. Uh, then, of course, that leads to free throw attempts and. You know, I don't know how many times you'll find the Lobos lose a game at home when they shot 20 more free throws than the other team. The Lobos shooting 27 uh, free throws in the game on. You know, only making 18, by the way, that's like 67%. They left, you know, some free throws out there. You're not going to make all your free throws. Uh, but when you get to the line a total of 27 times and the other team only gets to the line seven and, you know, they Air Force made five of seven. Lobos made 18 out of 27. That's the thing you really look for. Obviously, you want to shoot it 75% as a team, but you want to be able to make, significantly more free throws than the team you're playing and the Lobos did just that. I mean, eleven more points from the free throw line. Uh but I mean again, uh Air Force was running their stuff and when you know like they they were in a flow and you know I, I guarantee you if if people had not seen Air Force all year long and they'd been in another country and didn't know where they were in the in the standings, you'd see that team and, and say they're, you know, a five hundred team in this league, right? Uh Well, they hadn't been, but they were that team on Saturday afternoon. Sam, in front of, by the way, 15,000 plus. I mean, it, it doesn't matter what place the team is in that's coming to face New Mexico in the pit. It doesn't matter if it's on a Tuesday night at 8 o'clock or Wednesday night at 8 o'clock or a, a team that's 1 and 12 at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's just guaranteed like... uh pit you know it's it's
3: the pit is there sam i mean come on because it's better for everybody it's better for our business it's better for their business literally in the sense of the the dollars and cents that are coming in it's better for everybody's business when this team is winning games and they have been and they've been in a place of of rewarding them for it and and i don't mean to say that like in past tense like there's nothing left that they can accomplish there's nothing that they can do because there is still A lot that that can and has to and I still fully believe will happen but none of it is is going to change I mean this is still going to be a a a black mark on the season and again when you consider yeah Air Force played a admirable respectable game if they're on their home floor against a, a Fresno or a San Jose State that probably wins them a handful of games but there's no scenario even in the world where this is why you play the games there's no scenario where a game like that should ever happen
2: you see uh i i i'm not ready to go that far i the, the you know i'll just like game to game we we saw new mexico beat new mexico state by 44 points and barely beat them by one a couple a week later same same people different court uh and i i'm not trying to like you know, hey, that's the way it goes. Let's go on to the next game. But it, it's—I used the, the, that reference there when the New Mexico State game is like that's why we watch sports is the unpredictability of these human beings. They're not computers out there. They—they they don't have a, a this percentage rate of win. none of that stuff matters. And that was on display on Saturday. The so- only
3: difference between those two, and it's a totally fair. Case because it it happens all the
2: time. I mean, it does
3: go ahead. The the only difference is that was still early enough in the season where the gap where New New Mexico State had nowhere to go but up, and we could kind of see their improvement. Where you know, the Lobos, this was still early on in the season when JT's kind of finding his way, and Nelly's finding his way. No, the Lobos were crushing people at that time of the year, they they were, they were, and and, uh, they, they were, but it was still. Early on in the season, where if, if they play like if they played that game now in Las Cruces, and yeah, different night, different scenario. It's really easy to say. I just don't see that game going the same way if they played it now. That's kind of the whole point. Is you know who you are by now. You know who Air Force is as a team. You know who you are as a team. And even in the world where there's humans out there, I just I, I my my brain has a hard time with this one. Well, I mean, you you saw that. This wasn't a
2: ragtag team that came in and, like, won on a bunch of lucky threes that were bouncing, you know, off the backboard. I mean, they they had a plan. So, here, here let's get to the heart of it, okay? Coach Richard Patina was asked um, if it's easy to overlook uh, Air Force. Here was his response to that.
1: Well, there's uniqueness of what they do. You know, I mean, they run a different type of style. First half, they were driving us, and we made an adjustment, and I thought they did a good job of helping better in the second half. Um, but, you know, we, we told them about the severity of every game this time. You know, so you go with emotion. This, this is sports right here to a T. You're on top of the world versus Colorado State, and now you feel like you're on the bottom. And uh, there's nothing else you can do besides uh, respond and move on.
2: Well, they're not at the bottom. Uh, they, you know, so as it stands now, they're in sixth place by themselves. Okay, so it, had they won that game, they would be tied for third place with San Diego State. They'd be at ten and five. San Diego State is ten and five, trailing Utah and Boise State at ten and four. So, I, I mean, if they're if they are at ten and five with games against those two teams still coming up, you're still in the conversation. To win the conference championship now, you know it's it's definitely uh, a lot t- tougher road to hold it for is. them. It still and, bigger goals to And one of the, thing, the, the the thing, like for example, when you UNLV, right? We played the Sound. Who who was it that talked about how when UNLV uh, lost uh, at
3: home, it to, was it was, Ke- it was Keelan Boone when they lost by thirty plus at home to Air Force. Uh, Keelan Boone was quoted as saying, "As a team, we didn't take them seriously at all, and that's our fault." We didn't come out with the right mentality, the right mindset. End quote. And we didn't, we did not
2: hear that. Here, here, getting back though to when these games take place, UNLV played them, I, I think about a month ago and lost by thirty-two. They, they had had plenty of time to kind of make up for it. Uh, the Lobos really um, have three games to try to m- kind of offset that one loss. Beating Fresno State at home is not going to offset the Air Force loss. I will say this, you beat Boise State or Utah State on the road, and I think a lot of people begin, you know, they're going to be saying, what if, but at the same time, New Mexico still has a chance to gain that same leverage ultimately had they beaten Air Force at home and then Like, lost uh, those two
3: road games. I don't know. What do you think about that? I think we're kind of saying the same thing today anyway. Had this game gone the way that you would anticipate, we're saying the same thing anyway today in that this game doesn't have a huge bearing on what the larger goal is. Yeah, regular season championship is great. The ultimate end goal is Selection Sunday, and even if the Lobos had won by 20, probably not a big bearing, and as we saw uh, over the weekend, not necessarily either. Th- that's really all you can do today. I-, I feel like we we had we had the weekend, you had all a Saturday, you had all the Sunday to go through the five stages of grief, and now that's really all you can do is kind of see that the Mountain West is still in a place of enough calamity and high-level basketball has happened that if this game had been a month ago, like I said on Friday, get these games out of the way. I don't want to be playing Air Force now just because... You, you don't want to have to go back and forth between the mindset of playing Air Force and everything that comes with that and everybody else on the schedule. Well, I take that back now because had this game been earlier, we might be having a different conversation today. So much has happened in the Mountain West. So much good has happened in the Mountain West that the Lobos are still on the right side of the bubble. And actually, that's what I'm asking right now. Give me uh, the
2: progress report. Tell me how much this loss to a team that was in the low 200s uh, cost New Mexico across the board from the net to the
3: Lenardi to the ESPN stuff where are they at now so Lobos came into the game 20th in the net they had with that Colorado State win they had gotten into the top 20 in the net and they had moved off of the bubble completely they weren't in the the, the last four in the buys they were completely off the bubble. They lose this game. They're 26th in the net. They drop six spots in the net, down to 26. That's not that many. That's yeah, not that many. I, I, I would have thought more. They're back into the last four buys, so they're still not even in the play-in round. They're, they're still past the play-in games. They're in the last four buys from Joe Lenardi. The biggest drop, which I don't even look at this one that much anyway, because ESPN BPI seems like it favors the Power Conference more than anybody else. They did drop ten spots down to number 56 in the basketball power index but so much of that is predictive and again it favors bigger the the, the 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 one you need to know is they only dropped 6 spots we we all in pro- the net in the net we all probably would have assumed it you know somewhere in the double figures easily they dropped 6 spots because night to night yeah granted the games that have been the ones that are the thrillers or the games where teams felt like maybe we should have got this one and it didn't go the way we wanted to they're all on the road but Enough has happened in the Mountain West just going off of this. This isn't even me saying it. This is just using context clues that the damage is probably less now than if this game had been a few weeks ago. This Team Talk. He's Sam Hauser. I'm
2: Joe O'Neill. Remember, if you miss any of the segments here, including top five, you can always go to 1017theteam.com. 1017theteam.com. We've got all of this stuff uh, archived. Um, so uh, the... Um, you were you were looking at some other things here. I, I I you know I wanted you to just kind of look big picture here because by Utah State now like somehow creeping into the top thirty, yeah. then uh, that makes these wins like some so it offsets it is what you're saying. Yeah, the loss to the Air Force not great, but then what these other teams that you played throughout the year have done. Like can sometimes
3: give you offset it a little bit. All things considered, the basketball gods smiled on the Lobos this weekend because really, uh, on the surface of it, this loss hurt potentially hurts everybody else as well because if the Lobos were to have dropped further, more than we might have anticipated, then all of a sudden teams that have played them lose quad one victories. Lobos stay in 26, which is good news for everybody. Utah State moved back inside the top 30, so the Lobos get that quad one win back they had lost it because Utah State fell to 31. That's how thin these margins are. But they're back into in the top 30. It's another quad win, quad one win for the Lobos. They have four now on the season, so they have a potential of six quad one wins plus whatever they get in the Mountain West tournament. So it's all to say that as as bad as this feels, they're actually still okay. All right, let's uh, let's get, you hit a couple of different things.
2: Uh, the all, uh, everything at the end of the game, and we'll talk about Jalen House here in a, a second as well, but you got Air Force makes the three to go up one. Uh, I believe 5.7 seconds to go. Does that sound yeah, right? That sounds about okay. right. Okay. Yeah, because okay.
3: yeah, uh, the uh, Lobo's actually knocked one out of bounds with about 10 seconds to go when it turned the shot clock off, so then Air Force got the opportunity after that to set one up. And, and they got it. And okay. they got it.
2: So, so they get it, and... There's an unusual exchange on the baseline for the Lobos to get, you know, in a perfect world, if they're not planning on calling a timeout uh, in that situation, you you want to get, that. that's a lot of time, 5.7 seconds, okay? Um, and we saw that, I mean, we, there was a lot going on there from the time Dent finally got a chance to bring the ball in. It
3: wasn't five, it was less than that. Uh well true what do you mean when when Dent made uh when, when Dent did his thing on on Wednesday it was I it was, it was okay, less yeah, than five point seven it, uh, yeah yeah so
2: so that th- it wasn't about the time it was about the cohesiveness of all that stuff okay so Air Force makes that three and instead of the Lobos like getting it out of the net getting it into Dent and here we go again let's like make it four times. Like, there was a a little bit of an issue with the exchange of getting the ball to the guy that's going to inbound it. And at the same time, Joe Scott is, like, all over the court. Like, as if he had thought there was a timeout. And the official, like you know, is, hey, you know, let's stop things or whatever. Now, it did allow the Lobos to get Jamal Mashburn in to sub, but at the same time— It allowed Air Force to oh get Oh, my set. gosh, it was like a free timeout. It was. It, you know, uh, like, and, and Joe Scott was able to, to set up his defense of, of picking Den up at three-quarters court. And, you know, I will tell you, after watching that replay over and over again, you know, Like Dent was on his way to having an opportunity to have that fourth. He just kind of fumbled the ball a little bit after uh, he had gotten almost below the free throw line. He kicks it to True, and I think if True had had it to do all over again, he would have just taken, you know, taken the shot right away. He, he like naturally ball faked and he kind of drove into traffic and it was kind of a contested shot. He got closer, but it
3: just was so out of sync and out of whack. It was kind of similar to actually in reverse, almost similar to neat Clifford and Nellie junior Joseph.
2: You see, Sam, thank you. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the, the whole thing was like discombobulated there. And it was kind of, it wasn't a real good look. I mean, I think the if he had caught it clean and got up and maybe it like caught it in a groove where the ball was in the air, the feet was in the air type of thing. He, he, he shoots it and who knows if it goes in or not. But uh, anyway, so that, uh, you know, th- that was very discombobulated. And I'd be curious to see whether or not, um, the, the officials uh, would say that the way they handled the, the those things there in in the final seconds of the game was d- done by the book. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if in that situation you blow your whistle and you basically get what is a mini timeout going on there. And, you know, the Lobos, like I said, did capitalize it, on it by making some subs, which they would not have ever done been able to do had they just gotten out of the the net and gone but Jamal Mashburn jr. never like touched the ball to begin with so um, it, you know in, in that final session so it, you know that wasn't uh, all that important in uh, this whole thing but I just think it was uh, just a, a, re, a really unusual ending. Andrew, uh, your thoughts on the Lobo Air Force game on
0: Saturday night? I'm sorry I'm driving right now, but I'm listening to you guys talk about this game. But the, the whole point is, in the last two minutes of any basketball, football, any game, should have a game plan. And it's not on the kids. It's, it's about the coaching. So it's kind of devastating to see that the, the Lobo basketball team is just like you're faced with the same thing over and over again. It's about the coach. Well, it has nothing to do with the
2: kid. When you say over, like first of all, uh, you know, Coach Richard Medina was talking about uh, the int- intensity wasn't there. It was on him. When you say over and over again, had they won that game, they would have been tied for third place. So they've done enough this season. So they won enough of those games. I mean, overall, now New Mexico is what twenty one and seven on the season. So, uh, so anyway, th- like. Y- Andrew you talk about those final minutes if if there's one thing that, that just stands out is with the quality of the shot that Air Force got to, to take it from being down two to, to up 3 is that what you're kind of pointing at, or or I'm what I'm kind of
0: pointing at the well, I'm, I'm pointing at the last 5 minutes of any basketball game okay especially especially in basketball you have the especially at home you have the advantage period in the last five minutes of the game, you should be able to mitigate any circumstances. At least from my perspective, I'm not as, like, a player and growing up and whatever, but, like, you know, you have to have that five-minute perspective where you don't want to give up shots. You need to know what the times are and the timeouts. You have to be able to win the game at home. And that's it. Well, you you, have the
2: advantage. You want to win them all at home. Appreciate the call, Andrew. But uh, in three of the last four games, New Mexico has had games that went down to the last shot of the game. uh, And they had won the previous two. They lost this one. Uh, so, you know, I, I, do you say it was great coaching in the other two wins? Uh, you know, I guess Andrew probably would think that, uh, but you know, in this one, I don't know if you could, you know, blame it on the coaching. The, the open shot was like, they, they gave an explanation for that is there was a mix up and, and JT top like, didn't react properly. He tried to get out there and contest, uh, and wasn't able to do so. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break when we come back, uh, we'll, Talk about, you know, Jalen House paying playing, I think, less than three minutes in the entire second half, uh, and what kind of factor that might have had in the whole thing. And uh we'll just uh keep, you know, talking low Hoops. That's what we do. It's team talk. He's Sam Hauser, I'm Joe O'Neill. ESPN radio one oh one seven, the team.